Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, mindset coach and hypnotherapist, back in your earbuds for another week. Each week I bring you conversations and coaching about getting that balance in business and in life quite often. So I'll be talking to you about mindset strategy, boundaries, balance and a whole lot more so that you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. If you're wondering about how come I feel that I can talk to you about this, then just go and check out the um, original pre-episode um, all the way back there in the beginning and find out a little bit more about me. Or you can find me at www.emmalankton.com where you can join my newsletter so that you get this podcast in your inbox every single week. And you can also get details there about where you can book a call with me to have a chat about how you can get a great business balance in your life. And you know, in the last episode, I talked a lot about self-doubt. And um, at the end of that, in the show notes, there is a download that you can get that talks through the ways that you can deal with self-doubt to help you to feel so much more positive and so much more confident. So you might want to go off and get that today whilst you're listening to this next episode. Because, you know, when we tackle self-doubt, it also has a wonderful domino effect on some of the other things that bother us in our life as well. So this week, I'm talking to you about overwhelm. So let's dive in. Overwhelm. It seems to be a term that we talk about an awful lot. And in this fast-paced world where, well... There's stimulation everywhere, isn't there? Here's me wanting to be in your earbuds, um, or I want to be in your inbox, or there's all the um, internet, there's blogs, there's uh, social media, there's all sorts of, hundreds of different TV channels. Um, So, you know, we can be bombarded with information. Um, So it's a really fast-paced world. There's always some pressure from somewhere for us to do more, be more, make more you know, hit more deadlines. This can be personal and professional pressure that we can come under. Now, the thing is that, you know, when I work with people, I often hear them saying things like, I can't cope with everything, or I just don't know where to start. They feel kind of swamped, or that just life is just too busy, constantly too busy. Um, or for some people, there are different things that happen and then they get this this busyness and, the, and this um, head full of stuff that's come from certain situations. So the key to keeping that overwhelm under control really is about knowing yourself and spotting the signs early so that you know you can recognise when it's beginning to build up. You know, so begin to really get to know yourself. One of the terms I use an awful lot with people is about being a detective in your life, in yourself. So notice things where this, when, you, when you've got this overwhelm, begin to notice where it shows up in your body. Um, how does your body respond to it? So, you know, maybe your head feels full. Maybe your heart starts to race. Maybe you get tense around the shoulders, you get a stiff neck, maybe you've got an achy back, maybe you're just full of tension. You know, some people get um, digestive complaints, IBS, things like that. Some people are really tired, some people find they can't sleep at all. 
Um, some people find they've got absolutely no energy. Some people find they're overstimulated. But the thing that I want you to know is that there's never a one-size-fits-all because as, in, as human beings, we're all individual. And the key is getting to know you. So start with looking at what it is that you notice for you in your body. And then think about how it kind of sounds in your mind, what it feels like, what words do you say? I've just given you some examples. What are the voices in your head telling you? Sometimes it's about we can't cope, as I've said. Sometimes we can't think clearly, we don't know what to do next, we don't know where to start. You know, sometimes we're beating ourselves up. You know, there's that other episode there where I said to you, are you really listening to the things that you say to yourself? Um, Are you harsh with yourself? What is it that goes on in your head? How do you feel about all this? You know, is it panic? Is it confusion? Is it... Um, Is it kind of like an emptiness? Is it a fullness? Um, But notice these things about the way that you feel. Because when you've done that, it gives you enormous power and lets you then either catch things before they get too much or it enables you to choose what you do next. So here's the thing about what you do next. And you're going to need to bear with me on this because I tell people this an awful, awful lot. And pretty much every time I tell people, I go, it's going to sound really enough. This isn't the be all and end all of everything that I'm going to give you. But I do say it's going to sound really enough. So the very first thing that I want you to do when you notice these things, any one or all of these things, is to just take a deep breath. Now. Here's the technical bit. Most of the time we say to people, take a deep breath and they go. And they take a deep breath in and then they just do a short sigh. The trick is a long breath out. It does so many automatic calming things in our brains and in our bodies. I won't go into it right now. Maybe that's for another episode. But what you need is a long breath in and a long breath out. So that you can already begin to have your brain, have your body do some automatic things to create some calming sensations, to release some calming chemicals. So breathing is the first thing that you need to do. And yes, I know it sounds a bit naff and I'm sorry about that, but I'm going to keep going on about it. If you're going to follow me on this podcast, you're going to be seeing it. All right, so you're just going to have to bear with me on it. So the next thing that you need to do is step back and before you huff and puff and sigh at me on this one, it needs to be done because let's face it, how well are you really doing when you're trying to plug away and plough away and you're actually not getting anywhere because of those things that you're saying, you can't think clearly, you know, you feel full up, you're overwhelmed, you feel like you can't cope, all of those things. They, you're not, you know, it's not working out for you when you're doing whatever you're doing. It's building that overwhelm. So if I say step back, you might then be shouting at me, even though I can't hear you. You might be shouting at me, for goodness sake, Emma, really, I've got so much to do. But honestly, if you take that step back, it just gives you that breathing space. It just gives you that moment for your brain to create some space there. Now again, there's loads of technical stuff about what happens when you do that. But there is that. 
Then I want you to focus on your surroundings, but getting outside preferably with a spot of nature or, you know, the park or um, a little walk through the woods or just going outside, notice the colour of the sky, notice what the clouds look like, you know, notice the things that are around you. Maybe there's flowers, maybe there's something in somebody's garden as you walk down the street. If you can't get outside, just notice what's going on inside. Notice the pictures that are on the wall but I really notice in them notice the decor the furnishings the the pattern on the carpet you know have you ever heard that saying about when somebody asks you what does your watch face look like because we look at it and notice the time but we don't we couldn't describe to somebody what it looks like you know whether it's got like a blue background or black or what the, you know the, the numbers are like this that and the next thing and this is what happens as well we're so busy just going through life that we stop to really notice the things that are actually there. And this is what I want you to do. It just gives your head, your brain, that ability to just connect with where you are right now. Okay? So even doing this just for a few minutes, five minutes will help. Whether that's inside or outside. Just notice your surroundings. Okay. So then we're really ready to deal with that overwhelm. And because it sort of lifts us and sends us into a whirlwind and, and all the bits and pieces of responsibility and things to do and, and expectation and everything, they're just spinning around in our head. What we need to do now is to get it all out of our heads. Get it all out. I know some people that like get big flip charts sheets of paper I know other people that kind of use old wallpaper and have it you know unrolling and unrolling you know um, some people like to write a list doesn't have to be an organized list this is not about getting it neat and tidy for now this is just get it out of your head tip it all out it doesn't have to be neat doesn't have to be tidy doesn't have to be formatted doesn't have to be organized just get it out of your head okay so whatever way it suits you, it might be just scribbling, it might be a mess, it might be a list, it might be, a, you know, a brainstorm, it might be a spider chart. It doesn't matter because it's yours. So everything that's in your head that's contributing to this overwhelm, to this, to this busyness, to this full upness, get it out of your head. And it doesn't just have to be work stuff. You know, if you've got bits in there about, you know, going to a networking and how you're managing childcare and, you know, what the hell are you going to have for tea all week or, like me, you know, my daughter's home at the weekend and she's vegetarian. So then I'm like, oh, crikey, what am I going to cook? What do I do that's vegetarian that suits everybody and gluten-free and my God, okay? That doesn't bring me overwhelmed, but it can add to the thought processes of the things that stay in your head. And you don't need them in your head. Because you, your brain cannot manage to juggle all of that stuff. Because here's the bad news, folks. Although women, and I know there might be guys listening to this, but I do get a lot of women. But, you know, we say we're good at multitasking. We are multi good at multitasking. But actually multitasking really just means switching from one activity to another really efficiently and really quickly. What it doesn't mean is doing them all at once, okay? So you're not supposed to be cooking tea and doing a webinar and speaking to a client and, you know, sewing bloody badges on and walking the dog and etc. It's doing one 
thing after another after another not all at the same time okay obviously I'll write a note of that to cover that in more detail as well so get all of this stuff out of your head when you've got it out of your head then you can decide exactly what you're going to do with it. You can allocate tasks and responsibilities. You can decide, you know, what you're going to do now, what you're going to leave to another day, what's going to be on the list of, you know, one day when I get chance, what's going to be on the dream list that you'd really, really love to do, but right now you need to prioritise. What you might be able to delegate, you know, can you ask the kids to wash up? I know you might get a lot of backlash. But can you, you know, can you ask them that? Can you ask your husband, your partner to do something? You know, do you have a VA or a um, or a social media planner or um, do you have an ironing lady or a cleaner? What can you ask other people to do? Okay. And I know it might seem like it's really difficult because honestly, it's easier to do it ourselves. And, and, and that can be true, but often taking that bit of time to invest in somebody else you know, it pays off in the long run. So you identify kind of sections or categories, if you like, of what you're going to do. And you know, often we put things down on paper and there's been something rolling around in our head. And as soon as we get it out of our head, that's it, it's gone. It just seems to like fritter away as being this thing that we no longer need to worry about. So that's great. It's just got itself sorted by being out in the open, which is fantastic. If there are other things that you can um, pass to somebody else or, you know, just get rid of, but it makes your tasks, your activities, it makes them, it makes them visible, you can see them, but they're out of your head and then you're sectioning them up so that you can begin to make a plan. So that when you can make a clear plan, then it's much easier to be able to move forward clearly and you've got the headspace to do it as well. Now, there's nothing wrong in asking for help, nothing wrong at all. Loads of people want to be able to manage everything. As I've said to you, often people are like, oh, but it's so much easier to do it myself. There's nothing wrong. This is where you need to change your mindset, change your views about these things because do you know what? The opposite is true. When you ask for help, it shows that you recognise that something's important. It shows that you recognise that maybe you're not the expert or that you can't do all of these things. The other thing that I want to say to you as well is that sometimes somebody else is an expert or like super nifty on, I don't know, like, you know, technical stuff or sorting out a website or all sorts of things like that. And they will do it far more quickly than you will do it. So sometimes it pays off to be able to ask for help or to delegate. Sometimes it pays off to be able to say to your kids, put your washing in the wash basket. And if you don't, it's not getting done. You know, it's setting boundaries, it's setting set expectation, but it is asking them or saying, look, I'm really, really busy this week and I'd really like your help on this, but do you know what? If you don't help me with this, then I won't have time to do whatever the X, Y and Z is that they want you, you to do, run them to here, there and everywhere or whatever. So you can set it out for them. So you can ask for that help, okay? So remember, sometimes it is really worth the payoff in asking somebody to do that. 
And when you've got all of those things sorted out, it's out of your head, you've done your breathing, you've taken a step back, you've delegated, you've allocated tasks, activities, time, you've asked for some help, then you can have that little bit of space to focus on the fact that we are generally wired to notice the negatives. So it can be really difficult sometimes to focus on the good stuff and on all the things that we have achieved because often we've had all that other stuff in our head about where there's more to do. But when you've got it out of your head, you can see really clearly the things that you have done, the things that you do achieve. And yes, there'll be things that you still want to do and that's fine. But when you widen that perspective, you can give yourself the time and the opportunity to pay attention to the good stuff that you've done as well. And doing this consistently really rewires your brain so that over time it becomes more natural to notice the things that are going right and the things that are going well. And then you've got tools and techniques to work on the things that are not going well. And that in time also gives you the energy and the confidence to act on that difficult stuff. As I said at the beginning, you identify earlier when that overwhelm's beginning to hit, when your head's beginning to be full. So then you can keep yourself on track and you can catch that overwhelm before it catches you. Do you see? And so if you want to talk to me more about how you can beat this overwhelm because do you know what everybody gets overwhelmed at some stage or other it's been a massive focus in my business for the last I don't know eight years you know so it's not just you so give yourself a pat on the back and tell yourself how well you are doing you're doing really well everybody gets overwhelmed and it really will be okay but if you want to talk more about how we can make a personalised plan to help you with that overwhelm, if you find that that bucket of yours has just got so full and you just have lost your way in how to empty it, or you keep emptying it and you keep offloading but it comes back even quicker at the moment, then let's book a call. Talk to me about how we can do that. But you know, if you're telling yourself that all of this is still difficult and impossible, then go in the show notes and grab that um freebie that's in there to give you the ways to get over your self-doubt. So I really hope that you liked this episode and if you did please hit the subscribe button and even better give me a review. I've got three whole reviews at the time of recording this and I'd really love some more and I'd really love to hear from you to know that it is hitting the spot and, and giving you the information that you want too. So until next time when I'm back in your inbox to help you with war things, to help you with mindset, balance, boundaries. You have a really great week and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.